0: Welcome to the GNL podcast. Today we're going to be speaking with Roger Dupay from Melion. Melion is a fantastic sustainable skincare brand that really focuses on diverse skin tones as well uh, as being sustainable. So we're going to speak to Roger today and see what he has to say about his fantastic brand so Roger thank you so much for joining us today
1: yeah hi guys thank you so much for having me
0: could you start by telling us a little bit about Melion
1: yeah I mean Melion is a skincare brand based on my personal story and uh, my mother always told me when I was young that you need to take care of yourself and also when it comes to like skincare in West Africa It's a form of self love and something that people have been using for generations. Uh, And taking care of your skin is more than just a daily routine. And the silk softened skin seems as an affordable status that I think a lot of people can can relate to. I also saw uh, a problem in the industry uh, regarding inclusivity and diversity.
0: I'm intrigued. What does Melion actually mean? And am I saying it correctly?
1: The name Melion is inspired by. English word melanin and the Ghanaian expression, en yonam, meaning it's good for me.
0: That's super clever. I love that. So, you started out as a model in the fashion industry. How do you think this has impacted or inspired your brand?
1: I've been in the fashion industry for over a decade and uh, I found sol- self care really important and interesting. Uh, Not just because I became a model is something that my parents told me. And I think that kind of self-love inspired me and also brought me into the angle of like create something aesthetic, but also create something that is affordable. Um, So I think it's a mix of that.
0: So Melion is a sustainable skincare brand. So could you tell Mm. us a little bit about how your products are sustainable?
1: When we launched Melion, we believe in less is more. And that's why we started with just four products. And when we look at the beauty industry, it was a lot of plastic in the industry. Now it started to change slightly, but we have a lot to do. Uh, So I decided to go for glass bottles, um, which was a nightmare, but the the end result was pretty good. Um, And we try also to to, uh, source ingredients that are sustainable. And uh, when it comes to the packaging and labels, they are also like 100% sustainable, even though it's hard to, to announce what is 100% sustainable and what sustainable actually means. It's so, it's so huge area that we're trying to learn. Uh, all the time, but we're trying to do our best um, to be a new brand and, and think about everything in a 360 perspective. But I know it's difficult even for for bigger brands today. It's, it's hard to just change the whole supply chain. Um, it takes time, but as we are a small brand and we're trying to do our best already from, from scratch and, and thinking that way. Um, to think like further in the future and how we can create a brand that that will survive uh, during this time that is super important and to be sustainable
0: I was actually wondering because I've become more sustainable as time's gone on I've I've realized yeah. that i actually was quite sustainable when I was younger and then in my teenage years I kind of may have gone off the rails a little bit so I was wondering why is sustainab- sustainability important to you and is it something that's always been important to you or is it something that you've realized over time maybe watching documentaries or yeah what what's changed if anything yeah
1: it's a good it's a good question Jamila I think like uh, as you said when I was younger I didn't care so much you know Uh, of course we learn about sustainability in school you know how to don't throw like paper outside and things like that, like the basics, but also like don't even brush your teeth when you have the the water like flushing at the same time, you know, those kind of small things have a huge impact, you know, and and I think just when I look at documentaries and started to be more involved in, in business and panels and, and people that speak about sustainability, then you just get a wake up call that, okay, but I mean, it's not just about me. I think we need to think about like everybody else and the next generation. It's a lot of like selfishness if you don't think about sustainability because like, okay, we have the privilege to live on earth right now. Why should no, nobody else have the same privilege? You know. So I think it's super important to just think beyond yourself. And think about other things like the planet, uh, the air that we can breathe. I mean, the water, that everybody can drink water. I mean, it's like things that we're just taking for granted. And I think it's kind of selfish if we not think further than that. And also starting to be more involved because it's also, it's, it's also cool, you know, it's it's super innovative to just create things that is that is 100% sustainable. And, and, and it's a lot of like, amazing things like you can do if you watch the clothing industry. I mean, you can take up plastic and, and create clothes with that. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of opportunity if you if you're interested in, and, and trying to dig deeper. So I think um, it, it comes by time, definitely. But I think uh, because I I got so much information about it and and can see it very close inside my industry as well, then I think it's quite interesting.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree. And I love the idea of it being cool and it, it actually does inspire a lot more innovation. So I totally agree with that. Um, So you source natural ingredients for for your products. How, how would you how do you give back to the communities you source from?
1: For me, it's not just specific to give back. I always try to give back in different kind of angles. Uh, but those areas that I source, I am trying to see that the supply chain is 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 fair and square and also trying to lift up and give credit to the community that actually um, sourcing this product or create this product I mean in, in West Africa for instance we launch a uh, body lotion with uh, Shia butter and, and most of the brand doesn't lift up the women that in West Africa that actually have been doing this for generations, you know, and, and it's, it's have a huge impact for them, but also as well as, uh, you know, to give them the credibility that it is a Black woman that actually have been doing this and lift that up in our communication and, and trying to just, like, um, buy from organizations and and, and uh, suppliers that is involved to build up the infrastructure and things like that so i think it's 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 important and um, I'm, I'm trying to do even more in in different aspects uh, and also trying to to give back as much as i can uh, and i think it's something that is feels natural. It's nothing that I just want to do to get like credit for. It's more in the sense I do it because it's necessary and they deserve it. And it should just be common sense and fair and square.
0: Yeah, I love that idea of not giving back, but giving credit. And I think that's quite yeah. powerful, uh, a powerful phrase. Uh, so what product would you recommend for a newbie to the Melion brand?
1: Oh, that is a, that is a hard question. But I mean, it depends where you want to start and how deep you are in, in your skincare journey, so to speak. Uh, I know it's a jungle out there. That's why we're trying with Melion to make it so easy as possible and we believe in also like less is more as i told you and you don't need to have i mean 10 different products to get a perfect skin i mean it's more in the sense to minimize it and and focus on the the seasons maybe or the problems you kind of uh, have in your in your skin but i will i will easily start with like the four products it's super simple it's four products everything you need like a cleanser day cream night cream and a Serum and our serum is a key player, so it works with the day cream and the night cream to give you the perfect glow. And um, so, I think that's our collection is quite tiny, but even though we start to develop more different kind of categories and products, but for me, it was super important to just have it super simple and four steps that's what you use, you can take them with you, you can easy to apply, you know, it should not be. Uh, a rocket science to use skincare it should be quick fun and and give you results
0: i do agree with that and i think also having that more minimal routine does i i would presume bring in more men as well to the skincare regimen because obviously they don't well in general generally speaking Mm -hmm. men don't Mm -hmm. like things that are too fussy too complicated in terms of having to hoard around lots of products i think you know keeping it to a minimum of four or maximum of four Uh, helps them also get in get involved as well um I was also thinking that your aesthetic as well is very gender neutral which is probably the most icky phrase but I I do feel like it's very gender inclusive I guess uh do you think that that's important that's an important identity of your brand
1: definitely it's a really good question is in a a good spot because for me it was more in the sense when i when i started the brand i was looking around in the mall and department stores um, to just get inspiration but for me it was more in the sense like you have like two ways to go in skincare Either is like super, super girly and feminine, uh, which is not wrong. And that's just one ang- angle. And the other angle is like super masculine, you know, the, the beard guy or the, the like sporty guy with six pack. And, you know, like, so I think like we lost something there. It's a bit of a stigma to just put people in, in two sort of lines. So for me, I just want to create, I mean, you have some brands, but they are like, it's not a lot, either they go left or right, so to speak, but to just create something that not depending on the gender and to just create something that everybody can, can like. And if they like it, they like, and no matter what type of gender you are, you know, for me, it's important to just create things that, that is for people. Um, that is from the human and not because of the gender you know even though we can see that of course uh, women spend more on skincare than men but I think like it's because also the industry doesn't communicate so well to the to the male audience I think they put them in in a in a in a in a box when they think like yeah either they are super sporty or like super Retro, uh, masculine, you know. So, so I think they miss something there to just find the simple guy that just like normal things. And I think the majority of the the people are like that, you know. It was super important with the aesthetic that is applies for everybody, and uh, that I could create something that I just think it's nice. No matter which type of gender you are, basically.
0: Love that, and I do find your your uh, products, so gorgeous. To look at they're amazing. Uh, so with the, so with Melion, obviously your kind of reason to be initially, I presume, was because you wanted to address uh, or speak to a, a, a consumer who had a richer skin tone, as well as everyone else, of course. But you wanted to make sure that they were being communicated to and could find products for them. Do you think, was it important for you um, to create products with a rich, with richer skin tones in mind? And did you feel a kind of duty to prove that there was a need for this in high-end skincare?
1: Definitely. I think all, all the time it's like, you know, they, they take credit for our community and, and the source ingredients from our our countries and, and and places but we doesn't get the credibility that we deserve and we i mean we are not involved in the kind of segment where they call um, us beautiful you know and i think that is super important so for me it's like i was just thinking in the beginning like of the world's population has darker skin tones. Why is nobody focusing on that? And I was like, okay, let me just switch the table and focus on the 90% without excluding the other one. So my main focus was, of course, uh, people of color, because I want to lift up a minority that actually are a majority in the world. And I also want to lift up different kinds of, shades and ethnicity and and let them know that this is a reflection of our society that we live in and it's super important to, to recognize yourself on campaigns and, and advertising uh, so you can feel included, so you can feel beautiful and, and feel that something is created for you uh, without excluding anyone. I think that is a, a nice angle uh, and it's also important that it doesn't start to be like we against them it's more in the sense like i want to focus on problems that are more common found in in darker skin tones and i think uh, we need that push we need to see ourselves in a in a beautiful way so to speak the self-love and also that we can create and have products that are high-end, that are beautiful, and and we can be proud of.
0: I'm very inspired by everything you've just said as well. I've got a couple more questions for you. Uh, So your bar soaps are some of my favorite looking products. They're just Mm -hmm. so aesthetic. They look like big chunks of, I don't even know, like marble. Um, Why was it appealing to create a bar soap? And do you think that waterless beauty products are the future, or do you think it's just one part of the story
1: yeah so if we start with the bar soaps for me i spoke with my co-founder so so he should have the cred for this one definitely we were speaking about bar soaps and then he told me like roger like every human being on the planet actually almost has a relation with a bar soap and i was thinking i was like that kind of makes sense you know and and i want to dig in more to that and see like how long we human Um, Have been using bar soaps you know they started in egypt and and it was so interesting you know how the techniques they are using also help um, to keep all the amazing ingredients in the soap and the minerals you need also to to do it like super ecological and and vegan and and use the purest of the purest like handmade soap from south of france that was also something that was amazing that we sourced and i think those kind of things is super important because it gives it gives a a trust it gives a craftsmanship when regarding to the soap and also bring back the the amazing like bar soaps when it comes to like uh, waterless beauty products I think definitely it is the future because as we know, like uh, the majority of the beauty product has like eighty percent water. Uh, I think, and I think it's it's a waste. Of course, if we can create it more sustainable, that will that will be perfect. But I think also it's 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 about time. It's a behavior that we human need to start to interact in a new ways, and and I think also it it will be easier to take your products with you. As I can see, um, many people want to travel with the shampoo and, and things like that and don't want to have them in a huge containers. And I think definitely we will see more in the future and think Asia is, is it's already there. I think it's a, it's a lot of waterless uh, beauty products over there. Um, but I think like in, in, the, in Europe, it will slightly come up. I think definitely. And I think it's... It's a way to go, to be honest. And I think also it's interesting to 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 look at that aspect because it can also give you um, more active ingredients because uh, when you have water inside, it's also make it less active, so to speak. Um, so yeah. I think I think it's a positive thing.
0: So many good points there. I really liked I had no idea that Asia was so ahead of the game in terms of in terms of waterless beauty. So that's super interesting. Um and I also really found it interesting when you said craftsmanship when you were talking about your bar soaps, and it just reminded mm. me of high fashion and luxury fashion. And that is the reason we spend so much in luxury fashion yeah. because of that yeah. craftsmanship. And you are you guys are doing that with Melion as well. So I think that's really Interesting connection. So, what would you say is next for Melian? For us,
1: uh, to be honest, we we will be one year now, the twenty third of October. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's a uh, just a start for us. We want to expand around the world. And um, we want to launch more products we have a few products in our pipeline that will will launch um mm-hmm. one more for this year and then follow up for the next year and build awareness and, and make an echo in the beauty industry and and we see ourselves to be here for a long time is not just the trend that we're jumping on and, and want to be here we want to build a strong identity and a deeper relationship with our customers and build the community
0: one last question that we ask all of our guests uh what good yeah. news have you had or heard this week
1: oof uh that uh, the restrictions started to get away and and soon i think uh, I know Sweden we are back to normal and now it's like finally totally open and then that is the best news that people getting back to the to their work and I think also it's it's important to touch and feel people again I mean that we can hug our parents and and, and people that we love uh, and i hope just like this pandemic will will go over soon to we can go back to normal so i think those kind of news is it's super positive uh, for me and and it can also bring good things because then we can travel and, and showcase melion in 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 more countries and and show who we are and, and speak with new people and, and meet new people so I think like the the human connection is super important and we cannot lose that because um, then life would be quite boring I
0: think totally agree totally agree and we hope to see you very soon in London absolutely yeah feel like this is definitely the place for you guys
1: definitely we're coming soon
0: well thank you so much Roger it was an absolute pleasure to speak with you today
1: thank you it was a pleasure
0: thanks, thanks so for much. You too. Thank you. Speak to you soon.
1: Yeah. Bye. Bye.